Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Cinco de Mayo. Friday, May 5th, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is National Hoagie Day. Oh, yeah. It's kind of weird National Hoagie Day is on Cinco de Mayo, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Uh, hoagie is not a, not exactly where my brain goes to on Cinco de Mayo. No, but your brain is also giving me as many margaritas and chips and dip on, as possible. Yeah, of course. I mean that is uh that is what national that's what Cinco de Mayo is about, and that that's the great thing about my birthday, Billy. Is my birthday we always go out to eat, uh, and I always go out to eat a Mexican restaurant because that's my favorite place to eat. I always get margaritas. So during this week, I get a nice helping. A batch of margaritas on my birthday, and then we just do it again a couple days later on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's tough, tough life for you, buddy. It is tough life, man. You gotta, you gotta enjoy uh, Cinco de Mayo tonight. Go out and get a couple margaritas and uh, and have fun. Yeah, most of the time, my birthday falls the week of Thanksgiving. So that's a good know. birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Any anytime you can have your birthday around the holiday, that's like. Willow's birthday is right next to St. Patty's Day. And I'm like, the older you get, the more you're going to appreciate that birthday timing. Yeah, no joke. It's also 90 days until the NFL, 91 days until high school football, and 113 days until college football. On the countdown, baby. Let's go. Two of them under 100. Yeah. And honestly, the next time we talk, it'll be less than three months away. So let's do this. (laughs) Oh, Billy, yes. That's awesome. All right, Braves uh, Braves beat the Marlins yesterday, 6-3. Bring out the brooms. Let's do it. Acuna, Olsen, Murphy, Grissom, Azuna, Pilar, all with an RBI. Azuna again, man. I don't know what's what's going on with him, but Ozuna again. Hey, he's been Ridiculous. killing it down there at uh, the fishbowl. It's nice to see him, man. Uh, you know, He's uh he's brought his batting average up to 153. I think he was hitting like 111 just a couple days ago. Um, he was hitting yeah. under 100 a couple days ago. Yeah, well, like a, a, a 097 or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one. It was 088. <laughs> 088. He's see he's had a see he's had six RBIs in the Marlins series and six hits the entire season. The entire season. Before this series, Billy, he had two RBIs in five hits. Yeah. 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 He's, his his average got down. The lowest average he had this year was a uh, 0.71. And he's brought it up to a 153. It's nice to see. I don't know if he can keep it up. Maybe he can. Maybe he can't. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think he could. I I thought he was honestly going to get cut. But who knows? Maybe, maybe Marcel can... Can keep it up. He's not going to have the season that he had 
uh, what was that? Three three years ago was it the COVID season? Yeah, that he that yeah. he just went off. I, he's not gonna have another one of those, but uh, you know maybe he can. I don't know. Maybe he can recover so he's not a liability at the plate and he can deliver these type of series every now and then. Uh, Dylan Dodd, six innings pitched, three earned, and one strikeout. I'm I'm okay with that. Give Absolutely. give that to me all all day long. Yeah, a thousand percent, especially on short notice. Like you probably get the call last night, like you're going to get starting or you're going to start. You're getting called up, fly down to Miami. Um, yeah, I'm 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 one thousand percent good with that from Dylan Dodd, and he pitched pretty well in spring training as as well. He was one of those guys that uh, pro- we kind of knew he wasn't going to be a top end guy, but somebody that you could bring in, especially in situations like this where you need a spot start or when the rosters expand later in the year, or if you have an injury going into the playoffs and you can feel pretty confident with him coming in. And we're not going to do this very much um, throughout the rest of May, but uh, let's just, because most of the time you don't really look at standings until Memorial Day, right? Yeah. Baseball doesn't matter until we get back to back 90 degree days. That being said, the Braves are up six games. Right you now know, in the NL East, every game matters, man. I'm, it's 162 games, and everybody that listens to this podcast knows I make fun of how many games they play. But I mean, it's legit. A game, a game in July costs just as much as a game in August does. You know, it's it. Every game matters. Every game is goes onto your standings, and winning these early games, it's it's money in the bank. It's like body shots in boxing. You know what I mean? Yep. So let's let's see how the Braves can do. Uh, they start a weekend series against the Orioles, which are surprisingly have pretty much the same record. Yeah, I think um, Orioles are like Orioles, the Pirates, and the Braves are all like top of their division, right? And the, uh, and the Rays. Positive. Yeah, yeah. Orioles are in second place in the NL or in the AL East behind the Rays because the Rays still have the ridiculous. Like they're twenty three and six or something like that. It's stupid. <laughs> That's crazy. That's uh, what. What kind of world are we living in, Billy? Where the Rays and the Orioles are one and two in the AL East, and the New York Yankees are dead last. Yeah, which are still what three games over five hundred. That's uh, two games, ridiculous. seventeen and fifteen. Yeah, and the yeah. Buckos are leading the NL Central. Like, what? What? What is this? What is this bizarro land? What are we living in? Right. <laughs> All right, Bryce, uh, Atlanta United plays this weekend. What we got? Yeah, so we're traveling down to Miami, Billy. And uh, as we know, that is where our good friend, Mr. Joseph Martinez, is playing now. Um, He hasn't been playing well, so I don't even know if he's going to start, honestly. Inter-Miami has only gotten nine points out of their games. They are, I think they're like in the bottom three in the East right now. So we... I'm going to be greedy and say we should go down there and get two points, or excuse me, get three points. What I haven't seen yet is I don't know if Yakimakis is going to be able to start. I'm I'm praying he is. I'm praying he's going to be able to start, but I haven't seen uh, any news clippings or anything about if Yakimakis is going to be able to start for Atlanta United this weekend. That's the key right there. Um, Amada's going to be healthy. Everybody's going to be healthy from what I understand. Um, Yakimakis is kind of the one outlier that we're not 100% sure if he's going to be healthy. Um, but we got to go down there and take care of business against Inter-Miami. It's a place that uh, Inter-Miami is just not really a good team at the moment. Uh, we've scored, we've almost doubled their goal output. Uh, they've had eight, or we have doubled their goal output. They, they've only scored eight goals 
through nine games played. Uh, that's that's pretty awful. We've scored 19 over 10. And you can sit there and be critical of a lot of things from Atlanta United, but at the end, at the end of the day, we're only three points out of first place in the East. You know, you can say we've gotten some lucky goals here and there. They've rolled around um, from place to place. And, you know, we, we've got a couple of stoppage time, overtime, lucky, lucky bounces and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we're only three points away from being at the top of the table. Um, it's still interesting to see what we're going to do over the summer, over the summer transfer window with a lot of our DPs and stuff like that. So if this team can stay together, I think we can make a legit playoff run. But we got to we got to go down to enter Miami and play a confident game where we dominate all 90 minutes against a lesser opponent. We need to go down there. Tiago Almada needs to control the midfield. Uh, I'll be interested to see who starts and see what Yakamakis can do if, if he's in there. Diop's been playing really well in goal. He needs to continue that. It'll be neat seeing Joseph for the first time, hopefully. Hopefully he doesn't pull out some Joseph Martinez magic like he's known to do. Um, but yeah, we had uh, we had down to Miami game is 7.30 tomorrow night. All right, Bryce. So after Atlanta United this weekend and the Braves, we've got the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Can you believe we've already reached the Kentucky Derby? I can't believe it, man. That's uh, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, I, I love the Kentucky Derby. It's I don't know anything about it. I am I am terrible at, at, at you know picking horse race winners. Uh, but I love the Kentucky Derby. Honestly, if my kids had games a little bit earlier in the day, I would have had a big Kentucky Derby party. But like their games are going to get over like with just enough time for me to sprint home and watch the Kentucky Derby. See, I'm one of those people that I don't watch the Kentucky Derby at all. Oh, at boo, all. boo. Nah, just don't. Man, I've never been infatuated with horse races, man. Just never have. Yeah, I, I, I don't watch. I say I don't watch other horse races. I will watch horse racing if it is on TV. If I'm flipping around and horse racing is on TV, I will, I will tune in. I, I'm, I'm kind of a fan. I don't know. My uncle usually has a horse racing in some of the like the the uh, lead up races. I'm not sure if he has a horse in any of the races this year or not. Okay. Yeah. So what we got going on with it? All right, they have. There have been uh, nine horses since 1915 to enter and exit the Kentucky Derby undefeated. King's Barn right now uh, will try to become the tenth horse to lay claim to that in the 2023 Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs on Saturday. The Colt is tied for the sixth lowest 2023 Kentucky Derby odds to win at 12 to one. King's Barn is three and zero with his most impressive victory coming in the Louisiana Derby on March 25th. He led that race wire to wire. For his third career win ahead of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Forte is the three to one Kentucky Derby favorite. Tapita Trice is at five and one. Angel of Empire at eight and one. Next among the top 23 Kentucky Derby horse renner, winners, we have uh, Derma Satoga at 10 to one. Two Phils at 12 to one. Kings Barn, the young filly that comes into this with a nice, impressive record. He's 12 to one. He's not the favorite right now. The line has moved just a little bit on him. Verifying at 15 to 1 and Mage at 15 to 1 as well. Post time is 6.57, so pretty late in the evening. So if you have stuff going on in the afternoon, you should be able to get home and watch this. So a 6.57 post time for the Kentucky Derby. That's not too bad. I think yeah. once once the kid's uh, birthday, I mean the uh, baseball games. Uh, 3.45. Uh, the soccer game starts at three, and the boys' baseball game starts at three forty-five. So we should be able to get home in time for that. Okay. Yep. Out in out in uh, Hunter Park. So we should good. be good. 
Yeah, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from this weekend, Billy. Let's uh, do in, it. In playoff baseball, both of our teams swept on yesterday, did exactly what they were supposed to do. Bowden beats GMC 16-1 to in Game 1, a game that only took about an hour. Uh, and then 2 to nothing in Game 2, Will Rainwater, your player of the game in Game 1, went 3-4 for four with three RBIs and two runs. And, Billy, Game 2, Will Huggins, seven innings pitched, one hit, one walk, and 17 Ks. Excuse me? 17 Ks. So, so let's put that in perspective really quickly here. Yep. Yep. For people who are not understanding that. 17 Ks is a lot of strikeouts, number one. A ton of strikeouts. Number two, number two, he had a total of 21 outs. Right. Based from, from my math, what I can see from these stats, Will Huggins had 21 outs and he faced 23 batters. 21 outs, and he got 17 of them, like, with strikeouts. Right. There were only six batters on the GMC team in Game 2 that didn't get put out via strikeout for the entire game. That's just freaking nuts. He faced 23 batters and struck out 17 of them. I mean, that's MLB The Show crazy baseball stats. That's nuts, yeah, man. It's video game numbers. Absolutely like nuts. Absolutely video game numbers. They move on. Not sure who they're going to face yet. Um, it'll either be Seminole County or McIntosh, something or another. McIntosh. Um, uh, no, it's not McIntosh because McIntosh is like a 4A school, I think. There's like two McIntoshes. I don't remember. But if, if the McIntosh school wins, Bowden will be home. If Seminole County wins, Bowden will have to travel to Seminole County. So... The if game is today. I'm not sure what time that if game is, uh, but that if game is today. And then Heard County, they beat the Swine, Bacon County, in a doubleheader yesterday, 7-1 to and 3-2. to Game one, Sammy Calhoun went seven innings, giving up three hits and two earned runs in game two. Connell White, five innings, two hits, and one run. Heard County will be at home next week. Uh, they have a doubleheader on the 10th, and then an if game on the 11th, and then they will ho- they host darlington next week so that's a that's not a too bad of a drive darlington up in rome darlington is a private school so everybody will be cheering extra hard for our normal public school herd county braves down there and uh casey bass will be on the call i'm i assume rb will be down there with him as well um and then the uh the bowden game we'll have to wait and see uh kind of where all that's gonna land and and what that's gonna do and we'll give you the schedule for that once it comes up in the NBA last night, Billy, the Lakers fall to the Warriors 127 to 100 to even that game back up at 1 and 1. And in the NHL, Panthers defeat Leafs 3 to 2. Florida is up 2 to nothing in that series and the Kraken fall to the Stars 4 to 2. That series is tied 1 to 1. On the Smith's floor coming game Smith's floor coverings games and events calendar for this weekend. Tonight, we have the Celtics at the 76ers. That series is tied at 1-1. One one. Nuggets at Suns. Denver leads that one 2-0. Devils at Canes. Carolina leads that 1-0. On Saturday, we have the Knicks at the Heat. They are 1-1, one one, deadlocked. Warriors at Lakers. That's a 1-1 one one series as well. And in the NHL on Saturday night, Oilers at Golden Knights. The Golden Knights lead that series 1-0. On Sunday in the NBA, Celtics at 76ers. That series is tied 1-1. One one. Nuggets at Suns. Denver leads that one two to nothing, obviously. And in the NHL, Devils at Canes, Leafs at Panthers, and Stars at Kraken. Carolina leads the series 1-0. Florida leads the series 2-0. 
and the Stars and Kraken series is tied 1-1. All right, Bryce, let's get them uh, to the incredible pulp software and dollar segment. Um, we are on what we call a heater. Absolutely. Thousand percent a heater. For the past for the past month, Bryce and I were talking about this. Combined, we are seventeen and seven. That's insane. That's that's absolutely nuts. That's great. And I think we've won like just over the past month, I think we're up like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh we're we're combined right now, Billy, over the over the entire year so far through you know through the month of April, because we haven't made our first picks in May yet. Just through the month of April, we're almost up over two hundred dollars after starting out with essentially thirty bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. that's insane. Yep, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. All right, Bryce, give me yours. My picks for the weekends. I'm at 130 and 93 cents on the year. My picks for the weekend are Rory McIlroy to finish in the top 10 at the Wells Fargo Championship. That is at a minus 170. I think he's in second right now behind Tommy Fleetwood. Um, he is. Yeah, he's one stroke behind, uh, or no, yeah, a couple, a couple strokes behind Tommy Fleetwood. Um, and he tees off today. What time does Rory tee off today? Rory tees off today at 12. 54. He's been playing some good golf lately, so I think he's going to stay inside. I think he's going to get inside the top 10 this weekend. Uh, Canelo Alvarez tomorrow night wins by KO or TKO against John Ryder. That is at a minus 370. And then my long shot for the weekend, it's George Russell. I think he is going to get a podium at the Miami GP, and that is paying off at a plus 410. Okay. Mine, let me take the Royals. Uh, minus one and a half versus the the horrible athletics. Uh, the reason I'm taking them, Tom Muller's on the mound, and he has had a rough year since he's been traded to the athletics. All right. Um, so give me the Royals, minus one, one and a half. That's a 125. Uh, Nick's Heat, over 208 and a half. And that's at a minus 110. And then give me Rory and Jordan Spieth, both of them finishing in the top 20, including ties. Okay. That's at a plus 310. That's at a plus 310, really? I'm not sure where Spieth is. I'm not sure either. Let me see. Well, it'd help if I got on the ESPN thing. Um, yeah, I don't know where Spieth is. I, I didn't, I don't remember him. I don't remember seeing him. Oh, yesterday. well, he's a, he's a plus he's one. He's a plus one and... 79th so that's I a really did. long shot yeah and i don't i don't know historically how speed plays at this course off the top of my head I'd, I'd have to look at the um there's a there's a great golf website that has a bunch of analytics uh and i'm i'm not sure how he plays at quail hollow honestly i i think he plays quail hollow quite well so that plus one is a little shocking but they they tee off early man the uh, the main feed at quail hollow today starts at 6 45 a.m good lord love to see that but it, him only being seven strokes back right now, he's been. You want to talk about Jordan Spieth been playing some really good golf too. So yes, yes, we'll take that. Nice, I like those. I like those bets. All right, another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. We're going to talk about a couple firings here off the top. Uh, Mike Budenholzer has been fired by the Milwaukee Bucks after an early exit. You yeah, surprised about this with Coach Bud? Uh a little. Yeah, I mean, we're only two two years away from 
from him winning the NBA championship. So, yeah, maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit surprised uh, of Coach Bud. His the knock on Coach Bud was, Bud was always he couldn't win the big one, and then he went up to my, uh, Miami. He went up to Miami is the one that knocked him out. Miami is the one that got fired. Uh, he went up to Milwaukee and won the big one. So, yeah, I am a little, I am a little shocked about this. Uh, I think that might have been a little early to pull the trigger on it. Um, but they said the uh, the general manager John Hoyce said the decision to make this change was very difficult. Bud helped lead the team. Uh, and our five incredible seasons to the Bucks' first title in 50 years and into an era of sustained success. We are grateful for the culture of winning and leadership that Bud helped create in Milwaukee. So, yeah, I would say I would say I'm a little surprised by this. Yeah. Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon has been fired after <laughs> he's linked to suspicious bets. <laughs> Yeah, sportsbook surveillance videos indicated that a person, that the person who placed the bets, was communicating with Bohannon at the time. Uh, the school announced that the athletic director Greg Burns or Greg uh, Greg Byron has uh, initiated the termination process for Bohannon, among other things, violating the standards, duties, and responsibilities expected of a university a university employee. Uh, Jason Jackson will serve as Alabama's interim head coach. The allegations, suspicion, activity it took place uh, Friday at a sports book in the Great American Ballpark, ballpark, according to Ohio Casino Control and Commission. So, yeah, whoever was up there in Ohio making these bets on the Alabama baseball team had communications with Brad Bohannon, and the two were in cahoots with each other to, uh, to place some bets down on college baseball and win some extra money. <laughs> Was it AJ Hawk up in? It might be AJ Hawk, dude. That's that's that that sounds like an AJ Hawk thing to do, man. I mean, between between Bohannon now for Alabama in baseball and the Alabama basketball coach pretty much ignoring the fact that one of his players was involved in a murder trial. Like, what's going on in Alabama with their head coaches? I don't know. I mean, and, it's, and the funny it's, thing is, Saban Saban called out the basketball coach. I'd love to hear him when he's going to call out the, the baseball yeah, coach. I, I I love Saban, man. Saban's one of the Saban's one of those coaches that could walk into my living room right now, and I, I'd one thousand percent be okay with my son going to play him. I mean, Saban just doesn't play. Like he says what he wants to say. He's at the point of his career where he's going to speak his mind no matter what happens. So, yeah, I I wouldn't doubt it at all that Saban's going to condemn this guy, obviously, because he got fired. The New York Football Giants give the Dexter Lawrence ninety million four year extension. Wow! Wow! That is a that's a hefty contract there. That's a hefty contract for Dexter Lawrence. You have to. Th- it, it feels almost like the Giants are sort of that team that are on the rise with the Eagles in, in the uh, uh, almost said the NL East and <laughs> their division. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Dexter Lawrence was the top-rated inside defensive lineman for all of last year. I, I think I think I saw that somewhere. He had 45 solo tackles, 16 assists, nine sacks, and two forced fumbles. Dexter Lawrence is a dog. No joke. Speaking of dog, Lamar Jackson of the Ravens on. Um, Speaking on the Ravens' new wide receivers, he wants to throw for 6,000 yards. Uh, okay, yeah. I think everybody wants to do that. But uh, put it in actuality, not sure that's how the Ravens' offense is going to run. 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> six thousand uh, yards is a lot of yards, man. Yeah, the, the the team the team might be able to rush for six thousand yards. That might be a possibility. But uh, throwing for six thousand yards, that, that's not going to happen. Not in the Ravens' offense. And then finally, today in nineteen ninety five, the last basketball game was played at Boston Garden. The Celtics were elim- eliminated from the playoffs by the Orlando Magic, oh. ninety five to ninety two. Oh, oh! You hate it. You hate it for the Celtics. You hate it for the Celtics. Not. Bryce, you got anything else? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Friday, on a Cinco de Mayo Friday. Yeah, speaking of Cinco de Mayo, obviously you're going out. Where are you go? Where are you hitting today? Um, Los Cowboys, because Taqueria Tapatillos is not re uh, reopened yet again. Um, actually, I don't. I don't even know if I'm if I'm going there. Uh, Villarica has a silent auction that I didn't know about. Uh, that Emily just texted me, so we are probably actually going to go to that silent that Villarica football silent auction tonight. Um, okay. Yeah, maybe grab maybe grab some margaritas in the home from on the way home from that. But uh, yeah, I think we're going to go to the the Villarica football silent auction. I am assuming it is going to be at Villarica First Baptist. I have the flyer right here. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, Villarica First Baptist. Doors open at 6, dinner at 6.30. Um, tickets are $50 a ticket, and you get uh, there's some cash drawings and I don't know what else. But um, I, County's I, got their silent auction tonight as well. Um, that's down at the G-Pack. And then we are one week away from our uh, big wrestling event next weekend so i'm pumped um, did you hear about the rumor of who might be wrestling down there in herd county we are going to keep that one uh uh-uh. no it's it's out it's out on the airwaves casey bass said it last night oh yeah go ahead, hey, go casey, ahead bass, casey bass put the uh the rumor out on the airwaves last night and i was blown away there are rumors there's nothing solidified but there have been rumors that have been floating around west georgia that there might be a Scott Steiner sighting down in Heard County. Wow. Yeah. Just, just wow. Uh, yeah, Scott Steiner. Like, yeah, that's a that's a big name. That's that's nuts, man. I remember watching Scott Steiner when I was a little kid. Not a fan of Scott Steiner uh, because he obviously wrestled for the University of Michigan. Um, but it is a big name. It is a big name, Scott Steiner. It's pretty cool. No joke. All right, Bryce, uh, that's it for the Morning 5 for Friday, May 5th. We will talk to you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>